Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. You already know what it is. It's your boy LS3. Welcome to Medicine Ball. Another week, another opportunity to be great and better yourselves. Before we get it started, you already know. Let that beat drop. Yes, welcome, Medicine Ball, with your boy LS3. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome to Medicine Ball, where we focusing on giving your brain a six pack. What does that mean? That means working out your mind, your mental, how you think, and how you live. Here at Medicine Ball, we talk about mental health. Whether you're one of the millions of Americans who are diagnosed with one of the many, many mental health illnesses, or you know someone who's suffering and may not be diagnosed, this is your place. Now, let me be clear. I am no doctor, no psychiatrist, no psychologist. I, however, have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder 1 for 15 years, and I have an interesting insight on therapy, medications, and dealing with the disease, and I was forced to change my perception, the way I deal with things, and the way that I go about life in order to live in peace and suffer a lot less. So if I can do it, I know y'all can. So whether you're new or somebody who's part of the family, you could have chose to be anywhere in the world at this time, and you chose to be here, and I never take that lightly. I appreciate that. This week's episode, Water Off a Duck's Back. Literally, that's the name of the episode, y'all. Episode 18, Water Off a Duck's Back. With no more waiting, I'll go ahead and bring y'all this episode. Medicine Ball, yeah, yeah. Call your boys, I got a story to tell. Story time. So back in the day in Thailand, there's a village. A village, right? It's infested with monkeys. Matter of fact, there were so many monkeys in this town that it started to cause problems with the local villagers and the farmers and the people in the town. The monkeys were stealing food from the people and they were taking it a step further. They were stealing the fruits from the fruit trees. And it got so bad that something had to be done. It was causing poverty. People were going hungry. And that's when a wise man stepped up to the community and was like, man, we got to do something about this. I got a plan. So he drilled a tiny hole in the side of a coconut, drained out all the water, the coconut water in the inside, drained it all out. And the hole was big enough for the monkey's hand to go in, but too small for a monkey's fist to go out. Right? So big enough to get your hand in, but if it's a fish, you can't pull it out, right? He then filled up the coconut, you know, dropped in the holes of peanuts and placed it near the fruit trees where they was taking the fruit, where the monkeys were taking the fruit, uh, placed the coconuts uh, filled with peanuts in the places where they were going into people's homes and taking food. So we in Thailand, the monkeys, they, they, they out here, they want smoke, they causing problems. Of course, they coming around, and it was only a matter of time before the monkeys figured out that, man, there's peanuts in these coconuts, man. Easy pickings, right? So the monkeys began to stick their tiny hands in, and there was one monkey, uh, we'll focus in on him, stuck his hand in there. You know how they get down, grabbed as many peanuts as possible. And that's when that wise man was like, yo, yo, let's go, let's go, let's let's get him. The villagers saw that, and they, they started chasing after the monkey. You, you, we've all seen monkeys on TV, you know, they're volatile ant, uh, creatures, they're loud, rambunctious, so this monkey's getting furious, he's stressing out, he's scared, he don't know what to do, he panicked, you know what I'm saying, when re- reality, you a monkey, dude, you could probably just climb a tree at the bare minimum to get out of the way, anyway, the monkey only has one free hand, and that's because the other hand is trapped in that coconut still, 
You see, the monkey is a monkey. He wouldn't let go of the peanuts. The monkey didn't see that if he could let go and free his other hand, like I said, he could at least get away or climb away. Eventually, the villagers caught up with the monkey, and they killed him. The moral of the story is let go. Let it go. Water off a duck's back. When I first heard this term, I was very young, and I heard it from my father. And at that time, I kind of knew what it meant, but I didn't grasp it. And as I'm older and wiser and always looking for ways to better myself and think, I understand what it means. See, um, a duck's feathers are waterproof, right? So when water gets on a duck, what's it do? It beads up and it rolls right off the duck's back. Let it go. You got to learn to let things roll off of you like water off a duck's back. One thing that I think is important when it comes to dealing with mental health, and when I'm speaking of mental health right now, I'm not talking about a diagnosis. I'm talking about being aware of your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, what you think about. That's what we talk about here. It's important to be able to let things go. Choose your spots, man. See, too often we can get caught up on things and we be so caught up on the wrong things that it distracts us easily from the things that actually matter. Think about that monkey we just talked about. His life mattered, but he was distracted by peanuts. And that's what we got to stop doing. We got to stop being distracted by peanuts. We got to let certain things be water off a duck's back. Now, let me be very clear right here. There's, I'm, I, I always want people, and if you've been listening to my podcast, you know how I am. We're not too extreme out here. So when I say let things go, I don't mean just be so nonchalant and have no feeling. You got to be able to deal with things as they come. And we're going to get straight into it. I'm going to give you all four things you could do this, this, this episode to start to let things go. All right. I work on this every day, but. It's important to be able, and this is where meditation comes in. It's important to be able to watch your thoughts come and go without attaching your identity to them. What do I mean by that? In just straight layman's terms, just because you failed previously doesn't make you a failure. Just because you have an interaction with a person previously that was bad doesn't make you a bad communicator. Now, I find this very, very important to always state this anytime I start getting into next level methods of letting things go and, um, you know, dealing with things. You got to kind of know where you are on your individual journey in life. You feel what I'm saying? You got to kind of know where you are. If you're a person who's dead set, and if you're not there yet, that's not a bad thing. You know, people get to the party when they get to the party, but you got to know where you are. So, for instance, if you're a person who's never even thought about letting go, and when I talk about letting go, we're not talking about letting go of something physically. We're talking about making a conscious effort in your mind, a conscious effort to completely release something, to completely release it without letting it, it the doubt come back up, without letting any of the anger come back up. And this is something that I still deal with, but you got to know. All right. So. Again, letting go is releasing all doubt, worry, and fear about a situation, a person, or an outcome. Anything that just messes up your happiness and no longer like serves a purpose 
You got to release that. So that's what we're talking about. It's a choice, again, that you will focus on what you can control instead and the things that you can't, it's over with. So letting go, let's start, is about accepting what's happening right now and not worrying about what will come up tomorrow. It involves much more than just saying, yo, I got to let go. It's a process that it has to happen internally and You'll know when it really happens because you will truly feel better and be able to get on with your life in a healthier way. Like when some people be like, hey, it feels like I just let a ton of bricks off. It feels like that. So, again, you got to know where you are. And the first part we're going to talk about is mind control, man. What happens is this is the first step. You got to understand how the mind works. Depending on where you are in your journey. I personally am at a place in my journey where I can. And this is the second part, getting it all out. But I can think about things and not let them consume me. But if you're not there yet, you got to understand how the mind works. The mind is a creative thing. So if you start thinking about a past failure or a past situation that you didn't like, the outcome or a person you dislike, your mind will create a story. And with that story, it will follow a bad like storyline. Like it's not going to be a positive story if it's something that's bothering you that you're holding on to. So whether it be, you know, a sobs that no one cares about me. You know, the more you think about it, you're putting creative juices into allowing those feelings of hurt and anger and frustration to kind of just build up. And this goes back to something I was saying on an earlier podcast. If you get into a situation at the beginning of your day or at a point in your day where you feel like it can affect the rest of the outcome of your day, you need to really be aware of that. Because what happens is anything that happens after that, you're going to tie with whatever happened first. So if you get up in the morning and you have an argument with your significant other and then you get on an accident on the way from work. And then your boss writes you up at work. You're going to tie all that stuff into that situation. And that whole time you're using energy and you're using of your very beautiful and creative mind to create a story about something that, A, you probably can't change. And B, that's going to distract you from getting on with your time. All right. So the thing is, with your mind, you have to understand how the mind works before you even talking about letting go. Just know that whatever you devote your focus and your concentration and your energy into we're naturally creative beings. It's going to create a story. It works both ways. If you're thinking about the girl of your dreams, you know, I know me. If I'm thinking about the girl of my dreams, I'm thinking about marriage and all uh, kids. And, uh, you know, just I'm just giving you guys an example. But it's just like it works both ways. So you have to understand how the mind works before you start getting into being truly forgiving. Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, thoughts are nothing more than thoughts. You know, there's that famous quote, the mark of an intelligent mind is to be able to entertain a thought and not accept it. That means you can acknowledge it's there, but you don't have to accept and hold on to it. And that's the first part of learning to let go. And I'm going to follow all that up. That last part I was just telling about letting it go and accepting a thought and letting it go with another story before I get into the next part. So there were uh, two monks two monks back in the day right it was an older monk and a younger monk right and they came to a river and there was a young woman at the river and she was asking for help because she couldn't you know she couldn't cross the river by herself here's two monks the older monk decided to carry the woman across the river now in some monk cultures that violates the monk's principles that the state of a monk cannot touch a woman 
So by him helping her, he violated what, you know, they were considered to be the monk, the monk code. So he let her down on the other side of the river and the two monks, you know, they were on this journey. They continued their journey. The novice monk, the younger monk, remained silent for the next few hours. Finally, he was just like, you know what? I can't believe that a highly respected monk master like you would violate the monk rule. And you carried that woman. I'm very disappointed in you, master. The master looked at him and replied, really? I, I let her go many hours ago. But apparently you are the one still holding on to her. Who's wrong? Water off a duck's back, man. Yo, Medicine Ball with LS3. When we come back, I'm going to give y'all three more things that go into the process of learning to let things go and move on in life to live a much healthier life. You already know. Check this beat. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. ducks back what are we talking about in this episode we're talking about letting go and learning to process things and let them go man and we're coming to a very very important and pivotal point when it comes to these steps and that's the getting it all out stage um i think it's very important to be able to have the ability ability to express your emotions in a healthy way because that's another step in processing things before deciding to let them go and put them behind you um, it's important before you get into this getting it all out thing that you know where you are mentally with how you perceive things, how you're able to handle situations and how you're able to look at things because it can be painful. It can be hard. It can be tough. If, you know, you had something that might have happened when you were younger that affects you, maybe you might want to process on something a little bit lighter, like what that coworker did to you before you go into really looking at it because it's a slippery slope. Um, me personally, I think it's very important to dive all the way into it bluntly, whatever the problem is, whatever you have a problem, whether it be your mother, your father, your significant other, somebody who did you wrong. I personally think it's important. And again, I'm at a different place to stare right in the face and deal with it, no matter how painful it could be. If I have a problem about failing at something, um, the podcast, I stare it in the face every chance I can. And it gets deep. I can get frustrated, angry, upset, but I'm able to get out of it. So it's almost like, you know, you got to know where you are. So um, this is where we were talking about previously the subconscious mind, because those ideals and beliefs, depending on how you are and where you are in the process of knowing yourself and becoming more self-aware and whatnot, your subconscious mind may have things that are rooted very, very, very deep, old narratives and old ideals and ideologies from previous experiences that are logged somewhere deep 
And sometimes it's not easy to let things go. But the thing you got to realize is when you continue to hold on to any type of anxiety, pain, hate, resentment from the path without working all the way through that situations, what happens is all those experiences and patterns and all of that, it accumulates inside of you. And what that ultimately does is it makes it more difficult to let things go. In these type of situations, I'm going to be honest with you. Whether it's somebody you can talk to who's not going to say anything back, therapy really helps out in those situations because you're talking to somebody who, if they're doing their job right, is going to come off completely unbiased and understanding, which is what a lot of people need when they're going through that. So the second part is getting it all out, man. You know, you got to be able to address it without obsessing over the details of what happened. That, that when you start doing that and we all do it, I'm not perfect. I want this to be clear. I do it all the time. I think the thing that makes me different is I'm able to jump out of it. You know, it's almost like going into the matrix or, you know, I can't remember a movie, but I've seen movies where you're only able to go into the certain zone for a certain amount of time before you start poisoning yourself and it's toxic to you. It's the same thing. So I'm able to get in and get out. Um, you got to have that person and, and it's important to get it all out and express it. So I do think in that way, speaking about it or whether it be speaking out loud, whether it be writing it down, you got to have a healthy way to get it all out. You're never going to be able to get over and let something go if you're not able to get all of it off of your chest. If you meet with somebody and you hold back what you really want to say and you say you're going to let it go, it's going to carry you, you know, whether it be with uh, your parents or a sibling or something like that. Depending on where you are, if you don't truly say everything that you feel you need to say, it's going to always kind of linger with you and have kind of a residue on it. All right. That's number two, man. Getting it all out. Number three is acceptance. Acceptance. It's just human nature to kind of know uh, when things ended a way that we didn't want it to go. Um, you always want to know what happened. How could someone hurt us so badly without having any concern about how it affected us, which is a false sense of entitlement in a lot of ways, but it's human. You know, um, sometimes we believe in situations that we deserve the right to answers. We want to understand, but the part of acceptance is realizing that sometimes you'll never know. It's not for you to know. It's not for you to get those explanations. You know, it's a false sense of entitlement in a way, and you have to get over wanting somebody to explain something to you in a way that you see fit when there's another party involved. Um, you know, it's human nature to believe you deserve a right to these answers, but if you want to get some level of acceptance and be able to let it go, you got to accept that you may never know. Not everybody is going to explain why they did something. And even further than that, a majority of people aren't even going to apologize when they're when they're at fault. Think about it. Do you apologize every time you've done something wrong and you've at you're at fault? No. So I know that can be like making it worse in a way that can be like poking the bear. Like, man, not only do they not realize what they did, they're not even going to give me an apology or explain why they did it. Not getting an answer and having to move on is, is never fun. It feels like a door could be left open. But it's something that we've all, whether you want to do it or not, have already done at one point or another in their life. I'm pretty sure everybody didn't marry their first love. Maybe they cheated on you. 
you know, if it's been anything like some of my situations now, typically I'm pretty amicable when it comes to separating, but I have had situations where it's just like, yo, we never talked again and that's it. We don't talk no more and it's over with. You got to fully accept the situation without constantly wishing you would get it. Like, I wish they would give me an answer, man. And this goes back to just the previous episode, empathy. That person may not know how to apologize. They may think that they're right, just like you think they're right. And again, this all goes to your level of understanding and where you're at personally in your life in order to let it go. Once you realize that everybody isn't going to, who you may have feel the first thing to realize is that there's always two top sides to each story. And even when I'm dealing with someone else, I know that on the outside looking in that a smart person is probably going to realize that the story is half of A, half of B, and then C. So what does that mean? And when there's situations involving two peoples, two people, what I try to do is if I hear one person's story, I, I, I realize that somewhere in about half of that per, person A's story is the truth. Somewhere in about part, uh, person's B's story is half of the truth. And the truth is actually those halves together, which is part C and understood. So it's kind of like, even when I'm dealing with somebody, I realize that, hey, even though I think I may be right, it's quite possibly that I'm not right. And even if I am, as strongly as I feel about being correct or uh, right about something, that person might feel just as strong. So think about it. If you feel like you're right, are you the person who's the victim? Do you feel an uh, apology anywhere in your spirit? And this is something else that we're going to go into maybe on the next podcast, asking things of others that you're not willing to do yourself. And I find that that also helps you to let go. Whenever you expecting something out of somebody who you feel like did you wrong, put yourself in that situation, man. You got to really be able to put yourself in that situation to be like, well, dang, maybe I did them wrong. And that's all part of medicine ball. And it's okay if you're not there yet, but we got to start realizing Long story short, acceptance. You have to accept that, hey, that person who may have did something to you when you were three years old, what if they die? What if somebody did something to you that you felt you were wrong by that deeply affected your life? They never apologize and Lord forbid they pass away. You're never going to get that closure. So are you going to let that continue to bother you? Let go of those peanuts in that coconut, man, and realize what's what. We got to realize that, hey, you're not going to get that apology from someone. Hey, y'all might just disagree forever. Now, what are you going to do with it? Is it worth it? Is it a worth you sleeping? I find sometimes often, you know, when I do get heartbroken or if I'm in a relationship that doesn't work out, like I'm a person who loves hard, but I'm also able to get over it because I tell myself one thing. This person that you're sitting here thinking about and crying about and stressing over and your stomach hurts and you can't eat, you're in love. What are they doing right now? They're probably watching Netflix with the next person. They might be out there at the club having a drink. Don't invest more into it than the other person. All right. So you have to accept that, man. And part of that is understanding as well the investment. This is just a little side note before we get into the final say. The little side note. This is like. If we've gone one, two, three, this is three A, your investment. When it comes to letting things go, what is your investment? You know, I find it funny that if you're walking in the house and you have a sibling and they bump into you, you're going to say something to them. But if you're out in the mall in public with someone you don't know, you let it go. Why? The investment. 
So that's also important too. You got to know what you're investing in. Just like I talked about previously with my episode, The Gambler, man. What is it worth? If you're dealing with a person that you want to be with with the rest of your life or your dream woman, yo, that might be worth not letting go. But long story short, man, acceptance, man, all right? So those were the two things, man. Number one, getting it all out in a healthy way. And I want y'all to be careful with that. Don't dive into that toxic place for too long. You got to come up for air. Know where you are mentally. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Like I said, if you got some deep, dark scars or something that really changed how you are and the person you are today and you've never looked into like truly letting it go. And when I tell let go, this is what I want to throw out. Think about being, I don't know, on a bike. And you're trying to learn to ride the bike. And I, I, boy, I know I'm sounding old right now. You're trying to learn to ride your bike with no hands. Think about going down the hill and you truly letting go and not being for afraid and balancing on your bike and just feeling the wind. You've sacrificed. You've completely given in at that point. Like you ain't going to be able to catch the bike and, 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 and change the direction of it. That's what I mean by letting go. All right. Yo, water off a duck's back, man. Learning to let go, man. This is seg two. Next up, we're going to come out with the final thing to help you let things go, to let water roll off a duck's back, all right? This is Medicine Ball with LS3. Stay tuned. Check this beat. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. Hey, hey, hey. Episode 18, Water Off a Duck's Back. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We talking about letting things go. Alright? So remember what we've talked about so far, man. I gave y'all the story of the monkeys and the peanut. Y'all could go back and check that if y'all need to, man. Um I talked about a couple of things in the first seg. I talked about, uh, you know, giving you guys the steps to start making it a little bit easier to let things go. And the first thing was uh, kind of mastering the mind or the idea of um, it being mental and mind control and how to control your thoughts and understand how mind works when it comes to thinking about past experiences. The second thing I talked about was getting it all out. After that, I talked about acceptance, accepting the fact that, yo, you're not going to get that apology from that person necessarily. You may never get closure. And step four, I saved the last seg for step four, man, because this last part is, 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 is a word that's very, very loaded. And the word is forgiveness, man. Forgiveness. Now, I feel like we mean well when we use the word forgiveness and... You know, um, I, I think people want to forgive, but to truly let go and move on, it, it, it's, it's a deeper level. Um, I think, you know, that truly forgiving and being able to just instill forgiveness allows you to move on for things. And one of the things that I think is important when it comes to medicine ball and exercising your mind that I'm real big on is recovery time. So it's the idea that, you know, 
we'll use forgiveness for for instance, right? I'm quicker to forgive. So when I say recovery time, like if I'm depressed, I'm quicker to get out of it. If I'm in an anxiety or a panic attack, I'm quicker to get out of it. So with that being said, I'm quicker to forgive. And the thing is to truly let go and move on. Sometimes you got to forgive people who aren't even sorry. You have to forgive people who don't even know that they've wronged you. You have to forgive people who think that they did no wrong and that you were actually wrong. Sometimes you have to accept an apology that you'll never receive. Remember what I talked about in the last seg? What if somebody hurts you and you're waiting on an apology that never comes and they die? You'll never get that. It takes a lot of courage and, and humility, you know, and taking this forgiveness thing just a step further, man. Even with me, with the way that I think and my ideals and the way that I'm able to analyze people and and. And, and, and it puts a responsibility on me that sometimes seems very unfair and backward. But just like forgiveness and waiting on an apology you might never receive, man, somehow that's just how the chips fall. Um, you know, with me, because I do have this ideal of forgiveness and able to understand people communicate and I'm not great at it. I just feel like, well, I'm not going to say I feel, I know that I'm a step ahead, but that's because I'm actively always trying to get better. Um, somebody pointed out to me that it's like, yo, it's a heavy burden when you have so much understanding, you know, that's why sometimes when I see something ignorant on Facebook or something that makes me get angry, I have to understand Bro, since you're thinking in a different way, since you're able to perceive things and put yourself into other people's shoes, since you're able to understand that this person may have gone through something in their life or they might have something going to things that other people don't. Unfortunately, and it may seem unfair, that responsibility falls on me to be the bigger person. And forgiveness sometimes is ultimately being the bigger person. You know, and that's what I was saying again in the last segment. It's nothing worse than holding on to resentment about something for for years why they just going on with life they don't even know what's going on and the only one that hurts is you the person the most important thing we have to learn is forgiveness and a step further we got to learn to forgive ourselves. all right and that's very deep man and i need you guys to think about that how can you ever forgive anyone else when there's things that you have done and failures that you haven't forgiven yourself for and that's what ultimately needs to have happen first, all right? And just to attach on that, man, you got to always stay present. You got to, you know, when it comes to dealing with things in the past or something that's already happened or something that's already taking place, stay present. The present is all we have. That goes back to the breathing technique I told you guys about, you know, many, many podcasts earlier about how sometimes I'll just take a deep breath, blow out. And right in that time where just like we take for granted every breath we take in, when I want the breath and I want it, I hold off because it helps me to think, man, breath is important. Stay present. We got to make an effort every day to remember that and allow ourselves to enjoy what's happening right in front of us, man. When you're looking about the past or you can't let things go, you tend not to focus on the things right in front of you, man. You know, you're right where you're supposed to be for a reason, man. Right in this rough season. All right, man. So this is what I challenge y'all to do, man. This is what I want you guys to do, man. If you into this, if this is something you want to do, um, we're going to work kind of backwards into it. And I want you guys to first practice forgiveness. And that can be done by writing a letter to yourself, 
and um you know be compassionate with yourself have empathy on yourself and that ultimately opens up to other things we've talked about in previous uh, podcasts, empathy and whatnot. And then from there, you could kind of work it in from there, man. And, and don't be the, the monkey with the peanuts in his hand. You got to let things go. Don't get so distracted and focused on something, especially if it's something that you have the power to change. Put it this way. If something's bothering you and you have the power to change it and you aren't, you have only yourself to blame. If you don't have the power to change it, don't worry about it, man. Don't sweat the small stuff, man. All right? Yo, short week. Well, not short week, but shorter episode, man. But I just wanted to get right to it, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to overload you guys in this episode, man. I want Because I want to keep with the, with the thing of letting it go. I don't want to make it drawn out. I don't want to make it overly complicated. I don't want to make it too detailed because it's not that. Because once you start letting things go, man, you'll find out. That the stuff that you would normally get upset at, you're able to let it go. And then like seconds later, you're going to be like, man, that was silly. I can't believe I was about to get upset about that. I can't believe I was about to get mad at that. All right. Let it go, man. It's no big deal. If it's not life threatening or affecting your pockets, it's just most of the time words and ego, man. Let it go. So. That is what we want to do for this week's episode. Let it go. So here's something quick that y'all can do, man. And. Again, it's another type of meditation technique, but um, it's a little bit more complicated. But if you're able to do this, it'll help you start letting things go. So all it is, is it, it's kind of an awareness meditation. And I think I'm going to start coming out with guided meditation shortly. But basically, get you a nice, quiet place, man. And what I tell people is the best time to do this, uh, you, you know, if you can, is like right when you're feeling sleepy or right when you wake up in the morning or if you just got a few seconds, man, just try it, man. Take some time and lie completely still. We're not even talking about thoughts. We're talking about lying completely still. And what you're going to do is you're going to do a body scan, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to start out from the top of your head or from the bottom of the toes. We'll just say for the sake of argument, we're going to start from the top of your head. And what you do is just kind of think to yourself, like feel the air running around the top of your hair your head you know start at the top of your head just feel how it feels is it warm on the front of your head is there an itch is there something that's uncomfortable about it but here's the thing if there is an itch is there if, if there is something uncomfortable acknowledge it but don't do anything about it and what that does is that gets you into the idea of entertaining things without reacting to them and you will work from there to your mind so start at the top of your head how's it feel how's it is it cool is it relaxed is it a breeze no, just work down to maybe your face. How's your face feel? Is it hot? Is there a breeze? Do you smell some scents? Does your nose itch? Does your cheek itch? And you can move down to your shoulders. How they feel? Are they tense? Are they hot? Are they uncomfortable? Is it tingling? Be aware of it, but do nothing about it. Acknowledge it. And work that from the top all the way down to the bottom of your body each step. And again, I think I'm going to go into um, doing some guided meditations. And the idea about it is to acknowledge something that's going on and being aware of it without entertaining it. And from there, you work that principle into being able to acknowledge thoughts and ideas without never in, in, without ne necessarily accepting it and, and doing something about it. And that will kind of open you up to start to let things go because you can acknowledge others' differences. You know, you can accept things. 
and be able to be say, hey, I accept this. And, you know, it's an awareness. It's a, the idea is to be able to entertain it without doing something necessarily about it. Don't be so reactive. All right. Yo, remember, follow us. We are available on all platforms iPhone, if you got iPhone, hit the iTunes store up. If you got an Android, hit Google Play up. You know what I mean? Google Podcasts, Anchor, uh, Spreaker, and many, many more. Come on and join the Medicine Ball page on Facebook. If you don't want to join the group, just like the page so you can stay up to date. I really am about to get into some guided meditation. And remember, this is episode 18. I told y'all what my plan was. 24 episodes is going to debt the season. I'm going to take a week or two off to get myself together there and come back with the new season with all this content I've been promising y'all. Follow me on Twitter, LS3Ball. Hit me up on Facebook. Remember, man, you got this. Another week, another opportunity to be great. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. This is Medicine Ball with your boy, LS3. If you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Focus on giving your brain a six-pack. Y'all got this. I believe in y'all. I love y'all. Until we meet again, I'm out. Yeah, yeah.